Mic up, nerd. This episode brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash horror version for 30 days free and a book to get you started for your book recommendation. Mikey on the right, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, what you don't know is we already recorded the whole book recommendation and Mikey had the wrong mic in his hands. <laughs> Are you recommending a how-to podcast book, Mike? <laughs> I see what this episode will be like. Okay, uh, we watched Halloween 2 and Michael Myers dies and comes back a lot. <gasps> Spoilers! More than once. For my book recommendation, I'm going to do the first 15 lives of Harry August by Claire North. This book is, uh, this guy has this ability where he lives his whole life and then like just relives it again. Spoiler alert, 15 times, but it's, it's a really great, it's a really great book. Spoiler alert for the title. <laughs> so guys, check out the first 15 lives of whatever the fuck, uh, on audible <laughs> and make sure you go to audibletrialcom slash horror virgin yeah. for those 30 days free in a book to get you started. This episode also brought to you by Nick, Nick B. Nick B. Hey, Nick B. Nick B likes to cook, and he told me today he's making a super fancy traditional British dish called cheesy chili aubergine. That sounds mega. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're doing. It's a callback. And you know it's posh because it's got a foreign word in it. Nice. This episode also (laughs) brought to you by John. John. Hey, John. Let me tell you the truth about John. Uh Oh, yeah. This week. All right. (gasps) All right. So, fun fact about John. Uh Oh, Oh, yeah. So, John had a a nefarious scheme this (gasps) week. Uh Another one? Yes. Oh, my God. This time targeting hospitals just like Michael Myers. No. (laughs) He's going around. This episode also brought to you by Michael. <gasps> yeah. Out to stab random people on a sidewalk. Oh my goodness. Just not at the hospital, just random people like on a the sidewalk. Like a murder spree? Not a murder spree, like an a stabbing spree. spree. Yeah. No, what was along? Oh, sorry. Not, just arms and legs. <laughs> yeah, I'm the reason this doesn't make sense. <laughs> just arms and legs. And it, it <laughs> What was, was he stab- stabbing him with? Um it was a like knife. No, it was a Dave and Buster's uh, novelty pencil. <laughs> like oh, real like thick. Oversized. So it's more just annoying. No, I mean, he, like, got in there. Like, there's mm. big, big holes in all these people's arms and legs. The flesh wound? Yeah. So oh. then they all got shipped to the same hospital. So right. John could go around and <gasps> put his finger in their oh. wound. It was a setup? Yeah. The whole time? He's playing 3D chess, Jen. He is. <laughs> so what happened then, Mikey? <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, the doctor, he's like, we don't have any antibiotics. So Matthew drops down on his uh, umbrella. As in this episode so brought, brought to you by, by Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the doctor's like, we need antibiotics. And he's Did like. see his umbrella? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Matthew Poppins. <laughs> Matthew Poppins to the rescue. Just a spoonful of antibiotics. Helps the antibiotics the, go down. The Dave and Busters yeah. go down. So he had oh, yeah. to tie a chain on his umbrella handle yeah. and fly to the CDC. In Atlanta? Yeah. So the CDC <laughs> attached the box of super penicillin he flies the antibiotics back right and everybody's back together they're okay oh nice they, oh so they, everyone got back together <laughs> yeah this wasn't like a rom-com mikey it's an action adventure with matthew poppins <laughs> so he he matthew poppins over to the hospital and get, delivers the antibiotics yeah he they overnighted it on his umbrella <laughs> does he have a tiny bag and it just keeps co- like antibiotics keep coming out the nurse came out to the waiting room and said <laughs> we're sorry the antibiotics have been filled <laughs> oh yeah they and were, then he throws them up into the, no, the chimney. No, they were IV antibiotics. I think you guys need to understand. This oh. One, John's fingers are nasty. Yeah, if you aren't laughing at this, <laughs> it's because you're not picturing the IV <laughs> antibiotics. Stay tuned next week to see what bullshit I make up. <laughs> <laughs> it is almost like you're making up these on the spot. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. This, this doesn't happen because the news has been so crazy. You don't hear about it. 
Oh, yeah? <laughs> They're covering it up. I read about it on some alt-right website. <laughs> big IV yeah. has got yeah. <laughs> this whole thing. I think John is working for the Big IV. This yeah. episode is also brought to you by Cody Roy. Oh, Hi, yeah, Cody it Roy. is. Yeah. He wrote in this week. I'm going to put did. him in the story next week, but I... He is a police officer in yes. Michigan. Yeah. And a woodworker. And a woodworker. Oh, yeah. Cody, if you can write in and tell me, what do you think about incompetent policemen in horror movies? I nope. just want a police officer's oh. perspective on okay, it. Okay, I'll yeah, allow that. Yeah, because that's, that's got to be real annoying what? as a cop. <laughs> I, I would be interested to hear his thoughts on it. It's got to be how I feel like when I watch movies about multiple personality disorder as a mental health person. I think Not because all. you have it no, and it enrages no. you. I have one personality. It's very unlikable. <laughs> if I had multiple, there'd be multiple to choose from. <laughs> I would find someone would who could put up with one, one of my personalities. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But Cody, yeah, write us in and tell us what you think about all that. This episode also brought to you by Rebecca. Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Mikey, you ready for this? Who wants eye contact? Always me. Me too. Yeah. Jen Ooh, never wants at, it. Dude, this who's is a good that one, guy though. on Todd's shirt? Admiral Akbar. Oh, Admiral Akbar. Look at Admiral Akbar. <laughs> <on> <laughs> just happens to be right into to Todd's uh, chest. All right, Rebecca. There you go. Look me in the eyes, Todd. Can I follow you home? Because my parents always told me to follow my dreams. Oh, but don't do that. Don't follow women. That is that is sort of it's very over stalkery. the line. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she's invited you and he, you just don't know how to the get there. The pickup line is him asking for consent to follow her home. But if you get consent, walk beside her. This episode also brought to you by Carl. Carl. Hey, Carl. Carl, when he's not too busy working and putting awesome horror puns up in his work. Yeah. Like their work dry erase board. Mm -hmm. He's also teaching local youths how to guitar. Why do you always say youths? I don't know. It's fun to me, but I do always say it. You do say that. We're like pretty positive he's a serial killer, right? I cannot confirm or deny. Geographically speaking, there's a higher probability. Teaches guitar lessons? In Uh the woods? Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't know if he teaches in the woods, but... Yeah, we may have made that up. <laughs> yeah. The people he teaches in the woods don't ever make it out, so we don't know. There's no witnesses. Uh-huh. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> he also streams on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Carlos M-O-L. So check that out. Yeah. Who knows what's on there? Yeah. Oh, and this week we also want to do special shout outs yes. for our you can get it levels because you guys can certainly get it. You truly can get it. So let's shout them out, guys. Yeah. I would love to personally say a how you doing to my good friend. Uh-oh. Eddie. Oh, hey, Eddie. You thought I was going to go with one of the girls. I did, you? yeah. Uh-uh. And I'm glad that you didn't. Me too. So, <laughs> Eddie, thank you so much for being in the You Can Get It level. Another person who can seriously get it is the patron formerly known as Karen. Oh, yeah. Karun. Karun. Yeah. Hey, Karun, you have definitely proven that you Thank you for exposing our cultural bias. Uh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Eddie. Why did the man goat get to go first? They were just the first ones listed. I'm sorry. I'm just reading it like chronologically. So is it the patriarchy? <laughs> <laughs> it is the patriarchy. Let's quickly get into some girls who can get it. And oh, wait. No, that's. Uh, that, well, they're on the you can get it level. Uh-huh. Excuse me, ladies. Uh-huh. Yeah. How's it's- your shout outs going? <laughs> wang it, wang it. Ash, we love you. We love you, Ash. Yeah, you're delightful. Yes, she is. And I believe we have a very special currently too busy to listen because she's on right. her honeymoon. Mm-hmm. That's a bullshit reason. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your honeymoon. Well, that's what you do on a honeymoon. Yeah, listen, she is currently getting it. Yeah. On her honeymoon. I mean, Veronica. Hey, Veronica. Congratulations on getting it. I hope she listens to this as they're getting it on their honeymoon. And like, oh, no. Fun. Guys, for the record, never listen to us while you're having sex. <laughs> That is a bad, bad... Th- no! But if you do, <laughs> make a tape. <laughs> Except never make a tape. I take it back. I take it back. Make a tape, ladies. Counterpoint. 
do listen to us way have sex <laughs> so guys everyone on patreon thank you so much for yes, doing your part you and helping so this show not cost us a lot of money we appreciate that and helping us get new equipment which we haven't done yet because we don't have the money for yeah but <laughs> we are saving up for it so mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be getting that i don't know in the next few months we'll see yeah thank you so much we love thank you guys. guys yes you can get it and burn it down if you want to help financially support the show go to patreon.com slash horror version and sign up for one of those awesome levels there if not continue doing what you're doing and that's telling your friends, family, and co-workers about the show. Yeah. Mr. Sandman, bring me a theme. I'm going to bring in the theme. That's what she said. What are you attracted to? Size of people's dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the horror version, everyone. Oh my god! I'm Jen, and oh I did not god. say that. <laughs> I'm Mikey, and she definitely did. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd, which means Jen did say that. <laughs> and you Todd guys, did man. <laughs> and I don't like horror movies, and you yeah. guys make me watch them. And this week we watched the 1981 Halloween, Halloween Two Part Duh. Have you guys seen this movie before? I have. I saw it a couple of years ago, just watching it at home. Oh, yeah? Mikey? I must have seen it at some point. I don't remember it. Fair enough. <laughs> so, so basically, no. Yeah, yeah. No. I clearly had not seen it before, and we did do an episode on the very first one. We did. Which mm-hmm. I think came out in 78, right? Yes, it was okay. 78. Fun fact about that, and I think it's in the episode, but my mom was pregnant with me when she watched Halloween for the yes. first time. Yes, she was. that's why she says that I like horror movies. Well, she's wrong. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this movie picks up right after it does. Mm-hmm. that movie. Anyway, uh, so I've seen that very first one, mm-hmm. and I've seen the one that came came out in theaters last year. Right. Because we did an episode on that too. Which is a direct sequel to the first one too. So really this is like a competing sequel. Yeah, it is. And I'll tell you what, I don't remember any of those movies. Really? So like I had no memory of what happened in the first one when you watched this one. Well, these aren't like pot complicated movies. No, they are not. Like I, <laughs> you don't need to have seen the first one, especially because it picks up with the end of the first what one. What is up with these 80s horror films showing the last 10 minutes Jason of the does last it movie. too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, a thing back then. But I think this movie has a little bit more of a reason to do it because it picks up at the very end and then carries on throughout the movie. Yeah, do you guys just want to get into the fucking movie since we're sort of talking yeah, about maybe that anyway? We should Let's just, just get, get into the, the fucking movie. movie. Do you want to do first thoughts? That was our first thoughts. We okay, sort of Mikey, what are your first thoughts on this movie? It was okay. All right, let's All right, there it. we go. Thoughts <laughs> <laughs> <Box> check off. <laughs> So we start with Mr. Sandman playing, and I'm so happy because yeah. I love that song. And then we start with the end of the first movie, and we see Lori telling the two kids she was babysitting to leave. I'm not sure if this is an actual scene from the first movie. I think it is. I honestly I don't, don't remember, remember any of yeah. the first movie. So I mean, this is ex- no. What I'm saying is, I know this happened in the first movie, and yeah. I think it is a scene taken from the first movie rather than reshot, reshot? Uh, to I replicate. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so she's telling him to leave, and then we see when she's got her back to Michael for some reason. Never do that. No, never. Well, if you've smashed his head a billion times then yes you can no never do that even then it's probably not smart anyway so michael sits up and um then comes into the hall and starts choking her and loomis is on the scene and so it's basically what happens at the beginning uh, or at the end i, I like this part because loomis shoots him six times how would you know that he it shot him six, six times? times are you sure yeah he says i shot him six times <laughs> like 30 times I well, know. i like 
Sometimes Michael falling off the second floor. That balcony. was pretty cool. Yeah. Getting mm-hmm. shot out the balcony the, or the out balcony. the window or whatever. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then falls onto the ground, and so and makes a grass angel. He does. Aww. Yeah, but this time we see Loomis going down and putting his fingers into the yeah, don't say it um, <laughs> into the grass indention and realizing that there's blood in there. So oh. he's yes. got blood on his fingers, oh. and now we gotta track him. Yeah, and I don't remember Lewis if that's the blood. He says, "I want the case." He just puts his fingers up in the air, trying to see which way the wind's blowing. Yeah, and this is when I think it starts to not be from the first movie because a neighbor comes over and asks what's yeah. going on. I've been trick or treated to death, and then yeah. he goes, "You don't even know what death is. Why are you yelling at a neighbor?" Is the neighbor the one that says you don't know what death is, or no, Loomis? No, Loomis yells no. at the neighbor because Loomis is like, "Call the sheriffs." He's like, "I've been trick or treated to death. Is this a prank? You don't know what death is. It's ridiculous, Loomis." And I know. A lot of people really love Loomis. Yep, and I love Loomis's character. I just he's think not he's great. very. I think the script in this movie is not as good as the first Maybe. one. And I think he's more a different type of actor. But yeah, yeah. he uh, seemed to be very overly into what he was saying. And listen, I'm here for it. Like, I love him in this movie, mm-hmm. but he is not a good actor. But he's crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what that is. And I think everybody else is just kind of like <laughs> nonchalant about everything. Oh, yeah. This is this movie about a multiple murder killer. No sense of urgency. Right. Everyone's exactly. just, just like walking around. Along. Even the killer. Yeah. Mikey and I were like, can anyone run anywhere? No one even walks at normal speed. I can't talk about it right yeah. now. So neighbor got trick or treated to death and Uh-oh. then death shamed by Loomis. And then we see credits. Oh my God. I hate these. Credits. Welcome back to Todd Hates Credits. Man, corner. and I do feel like on every episode I've shit on <laughs> credits, but these credits fucking suck. Oh, I dude. like. I do too. I like the shot of the jack-o'-lantern, but Todd is also correct in saying that it goes way too long. It's like two minutes of just a jack-o'-lantern. I like jack-o'-lanterns. They're cool. But like, I don't want to stare at one for three minutes. Now, Todd, if your name was one of the credits names, what would you want happening on the screen when it came on the screen? I'd want to show the jack-o'-lantern for the first, I don't know, 15 seconds Mm -hmm. where they show the director, the writer, and the the two or three top-billed characters. Mm. The Sam Loomis, the um, Laurie Strode, and then zoom away to reveal a house yeah. that the jack-o'-lantern was on like the front porch step on and then the movie picks up and the rest of the names just oh, play on the bottom of the one. screen if you're not going to do something interesting with your credits do them in the background yep okay so now we see a point of view shot and somebody is walking through a backyard and we kind of see the oh, street yeah. and there are trick-or-treaters and then we see loomis yelling nine thousand times i with- shot him six times exactly it's the worst and getting into a police car the I mean, sheriff's car it's the sheriff's, sheriff's car his defense he did shoot him six times that's true he fell off the balcony then he got up to go kill again yeah right i would also be freaking out mikey you are the sam loomis like i can (laughs) see you like losing your mind in this this very specific way So this is the Jason point. Of, sorry. Ah. <laughs> this is the Mike. I mean, they're the same character. If you get rid of backstories, they're the same character. No, they both wear different hats. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway, you're seeing the Michael POV and you see uh, through the window of like there's a jack-o'-lantern and then uh-huh. you see an old woman making a sandwich. A delicious looking sandwich. It did look it pretty just great. Had, like, Fresh country and ham. In fact, w- during this scene, it's when we decided to order Jimmy John's. Yeah, I'm did. not going to say it was because of this scene, but, but she did make a delicious because. sandwich. <laughs> right. So anyway, so she's going to check on her husband mm-hmm. who's watching Night of the Living Dead. Yes, which is something that the kids were watching in the first movie because oh, there's okay. a marathon on that night. 
Okay. Oh. Yeah. I didn't remember that, yeah. but cool. So anyway, she's looking at that. A special TV news report w- mm-hmm. comes on. They start talking about G- Michael <laughs> <laughs> having killed people. <laughs> and then you see Michael walk in the room, take the knife. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool shot from like the TV's point of view. You see mm-hmm. the old guy, the old lady, and then Michael behind them mm-hmm. grab the knife and walk out. And you see his I point thought that of, was cool. It was. I liked the way they shot this. And it reminded me of the scene in the first one where he's going all the way through the house. And then he puts the mask on and you can yeah. see his eye holes. Because there's a point where he comes up and he looks down and we find out exactly what's going into the sandwich because he's looking right at the cutting board and there's the big knife. And they did this in the new Halloween sequel, um, the Halloween 2018. They did kind of a remake of this scene and the next scene that we're about to get to. Oh, yeah. So these old people make it through, I think. They do make it through. through. But for some reason, and I can't remember. Oh, she screams because she can't remember why. She like goes. Oh, that's right. She reaches for the knife without looking. By the way, safety pro tip, always look if you're reaching for a knife. Yeah. She brings her hand yeah. up and it's covered in blood. And she goes, ah! And then, and then a, the neighbor next door does a weird amount of effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't call them. No. She right. doesn't run all the way to their house. No. She runs into her driveway and goes, oh, lady! <laughs> yeah, are you okay? Yeah. Then she goes Hello? in the house. Todd and I thought she was calling the police. So yeah. she goes, um, I think uh, she picks on her husband, so he must have started beating her. Yeah. Right. And I was like, this is a weird police phone call. Exactly. <laughs> but she didn't call the police. Right. She walked outside, yelled to check on the neighbors, got no response, came inside to talk to her friend Cindy. Yeah, because yeah. she had a banger domestic abuse joke she yeah, wanted right. to share. Mm-hmm. It was a weird phone call. It really was. But And Jace, sorry. So then Michael, and Michael, being the feminist that he is, no, decides mm-hmm. that she has to die. Yeah, he yeah. just was like, this whole thing is uncouth. <laughs> he works for the matriarchy. He does. He thought she handled that whole domestic violence situation with not a lot of gusto, so he decided yeah. to kill her. I think so, too. It checks out. <laughs> I mean, what other reason could there be? Wrap it up, boys! So, anyway. but, so she hears, uh, Michael hears her not report domestic assault or right. whatever, because it might not have been that. It might have been something terrible anyways. And if she had just called the cops, she probably would have lived. She's- I don't know if she would have, because on the phone call, she hears the sirens. Because her true. friend's like, there's been a murder. It's been all over the radio. Exactly. And, and it's that- right down the street from your house. Triple murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the door opens and mm-hmm. then instead of just dropping the phone and running the fuck out of the house while lighting matches. Yeah, she goes back on the phone and she's like, did they catch him? And, he, and the friend's like, oh, fuck no, they did not. No, she still drops the phone and then she just goes towards the open door and this is when Michael trampolines up from the floor <laughs> yeah. and stabs her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He jumped on the living room trampoline, did the thing where he lands on his butt and pops up and kills her. <laughs> and he goes, Mine! Any other angle of that kill would have been comically hilarious. <laughs> right. Because it, it is like him bouncing up from the floor. Yeah, it's like a Michael in the box. <laughs> Hello! Although this is of the era when people had like small trampolines oh, in their yeah. house to exercise do exercise trampolines. on. So I bet that is what they <laughs> used to make this happen. <laughs> what happened was he was hiding somewhere else. He slipped, fell to his knees on the trampoline popped up and stabbed her. Man, me and this Michael are like really starting to relate because yeah. like, I would be a cl- very clumsy. You fall on trampolines a lot. But this is the fastest we see him move in the whole movie, I think. It yeah, is. Because yeah. he fell on a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's wearing those moon shoes. You remember those things that were like trampolines? Oh, yeah. The 80s <laughs> were funny. a weird time. They really were. Anyway, so she gets stabbed. Yeah, she definitely got stabbed. Yeah. Okay, and then we cut to Jamie Lee Curtis on a stretcher. Yeah, we do. Getting in- and this is just Woo. them taking her to set. She just didn't even care. She was like, yeah. You take me to set on this thing. First movie blew up. She doesn't get off the stretcher for anything less than a thousand dollars these days. So yeah, yeah. It, okay. So I'm kidding. I love you, Jamie Lee Curtis. She's in shock. She's not talking. She looks right. like really upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put her in an ambulance and take her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis has the easy.
easiest job in the world. This movie. She's she asleep does. the whole movie. She does not talk except for like the last two minutes of the movie. Like how yeah. many lines does she? Do you have a fun fact? I about don't this? have a fun fact about that. But it's yeah. two. And listen, I get that she had a very stressful movie one, right? And that this movie picks up right after that, mm-hmm. but she does sleep to the first eighty minutes of this movie. Yeah, and probably got paid more. Yeah, best Good job her, in the man. world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we see her going to the hospital, and when we pull into the hospital parking garage, we see a mom getting her son out of the car and his mouth is bleeding and we see that there's like a razor blade in his mouth which is like the candy myth of like people putting razor blades in Halloween This scene was the most disturbed scene of of me because it was candy betraying you Mikey I mean (laughs) there's that and there's just something really horrifying about seeing a kid bleeding out of the mouth because of a razor blade Yeah it's gross I did not like this this part It's also real dumb because he's just holding the razor blade with his teeth Mm -hmm. and a razor blade wouldn't cut your teeth but also that's never happened No that's an urban legend. It is an urban legend. I'm just saying it disturbed me. Yeah. No, it okay. disturbed me too. And it reminded me of Evil Dead when she's uh, like biting, oh, uh, licking the box cutter. Oh, oh yeah. It's so gross. But yeah, God. like blood in mouth or like sharp things in my- mouths are just really, really gross. Wow. But yeah, that is not a real thing. Now, people have died from poison or tampered with candy. But it wasn't ever stranger. Candy. It's always the family. It was always someone in the yeah. family or yeah. a loved one. I'll link a fun fact about the man who killed Halloween or something because there is an interesting. Yeah, I read an article. I think that. that was called that. Yeah. yeah, that's what they called him because they they canceled Halloween after that because it took yeah. them a while to figure it out. Actually, I did notice that Jen brought Halloween. Yeah, candy I did there. bring so, Halloween yeah. candy. Hmm. So they're checking Lori into the hospital, and the paramedics are checking Lori out. Well, one sure is, and the other one too, because they're talking they, about like putting her to sleep. Yeah. So one of the paramedics is sort of a classy stand up dude but Jimmy. he's yeah he's super into strode mm-hmm. uh and the other one is very creepy uh-huh. and super into a, a nurse that works Karen. there yeah. i don't understand if Lori knew this guy it does seem like they already kind of had a relationship and they might it's a small town yeah. they're around the same age i got the feeling like he was like three or four years older yeah. and he doesn't do anything appropriate no yeah, like yeah. they don't kiss they don't do anything mm-hmm. there might be sort of a romantic thing like a few years from now right. but like they're friends right. it seems yeah okay but, but so, you're right they don't really talk about it right well so then so then the nurse is like get the doctor but he's been at the country club drinking and right. he's like i need more coffee, what the more fuck? coffee. yeah do not let a drunk doctor serve you and doctors if you're drunk and you're supposed to be on call don't drink he's not even on call he's at the hospital he's the doctor he's supposed to be at the hospital yeah this, well look this whole hospital has some staffing issues this hospital yeah. is terrible it, there are five really babies is. in the like neonatal NICU that have no nurses no parents <laughs> the no lights parents. aren't even yeah. on yeah yeah. yeah. Well, they're not crying, so we don't know if they're okay. Yeah. Or if they're real. <laughs> they're just dolls. I mean, I doubt they got five real babies to shoot in those scenes. Well, back then, babies were cheap. Yeah, the baby union didn't start until yeah. like 85, oh, yeah? 86. <laughs> it's real hard now to get babies. But that's yeah. how Full House was able to get it done. Really? The no baby, baby union. <laughs> so, drunk doctors checking out Lori. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gross. This is what I remember of this scene. She's stabbed in the arm. Who got stabbed in the arm? Lori. Lori has been stabbed oh, in the yeah. arm. Lori they're, got they're stabbed tra- in the arm the but very first like, one. You've lost a lot of blood, and then we're going to take more oh, blood. Yeah. yeah, and we get needle close-ups, which I'm not a fan I of. I don't like needle close-ups Me either. either. And this was like actual footage of them like putting IVs in and stuff. And I was like, Ugh. what yeah. is the purpose of this? Well, and so they're saying we're going to have to put you out to take care of this. And she doesn't want to go to sleep. That's when the paramedics <laughs> <laughs> are looking are creepily dicks. at Lori. And it's just Bud has this creepy smarmy look on his face. And it is just Bud the older the one, creepy one? Yeah. Okay. okay. And Jimmy's the nice one. Yeah. Jimmy's great. Yeah. Oh, she's like, don't put me to sleep. But then they do. And then she's out for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Well, and kind of like drugged and out of it for yeah. the rest of the movie. She hallucinates that Michael's her brother. Or is it a hallucination? <gasps> no, it's not. 
not a hallucination. Well. I think she uncovers a memory. Anyways, Dr. Loomis is driving around um, with the sheriff looking for Michael and can't shut up about how many times he shot him. Yeah. And sheriff we says, get it. I think you missed him, Sam. I didn't miss him. I shot dark. him six times. I shot him in the heart. He, he even sh- says that yeah. once. I shot him in the heart. No man could take six He thugs. shot him a lot. Yeah. He did. We and he shoots it. him more. But, I mean, if you're the sheriff and you're just taking this guy's word for it who's been screaming about six bullets for the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. You're like, no. You, I if don't you, believe him. If he's walking around, then you didn't shoot him six times. Uh, yeah. Counterpoint. Make a take. Also, if you're the sheriff and you don't believe that, take his gun away. Great. Yeah. Don't let him reload the gun. Ride shotgun in your cop And he is. He's like shaking out the yeah. shells and reloading the gun. Yeah. Well, we'll and find s- him and I'll kill him. And he's like, that's not really how police work like, works in America. No. Yeah. <laughs> is this where they do find, quote, end quote, Michael? The, yes. They see somebody who may or may not be Michael, who happens to be wearing exactly what Michael was wearing in the first movie, walking around. And we see a bunch of trick-or-treaters who are surprisingly tall for trick-or-treaters anyways. But so Loomis is like, hold up. And I thought he was just going to start randomly just like spraying bullets all over <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. But he doesn't. West um, side. No, but he does run down the street towards the children with a gun out. Right. Yeah. yeah. And rage in his eyes. I gotta show him six more times. Exactly. So maybe Michael just kind of walks into the road trying to get away from the crazy man who's, who's running after him, him with yeah. a gun. Yeah. And then gets plowed over by another police car and then smashed against a van and then and then it explodes up. and, and then he flames. burns alive. Yeah. yeah. And then the movie's over because we killed Michael. <laughs> and credits. <laughs> but the police are like, wrap it up, boys. Investigation over. Yeah, uh-huh. sort of. And they start eating all their Halloween candy. So now that Michael is dead, mm-hmm. or is he? Or cops, is he? The cops are like, you know, we could just take it easy. Yeah, we he's got probably this him. Up. Look, two of the guys are like, I know there's seven people dead, but I want to go home. What happens now, Jim? Another policeman shows up and say they found three kids. There has been another murder. And it was three kids in a house. And one of them was Annie. Which, are we supposed to know that's his daughter? Yes, because he was in the first movie. Uh, if you haven't seen the first movie, you wouldn't know, though. I mean, I've seen the first movie. I've seen it, too. And yeah. I did not okay. know. And now Jimmy walks into Lori's room and wakes her up. They have a sweet little moment. and her Do they have a sweet little up. moment or is well, it a little strange? Well, they try strange? to, but then Nurse Virginia comes in and cock blocks him. I mean, it is a little strange because she's like in a hospital bed and has been sedated, but he's not being weird. I honestly you know? thought we were about to see Jimmy do something that mm-hmm. was going to justify him getting murdered yeah, later. Is she packing cats? But, oh, no. he was going to check. <laughs> no, he was not. Not my Jimmy. Hashtag not my Jimmy. Hashtag guys. not my Jimmy. Hashtag do you think Jimmy's he, a hero. Do you think he's packing calf? Hashtag not my Jimmy. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, he, it, that's a weird like thing to do. He grabbed her hand, right? He yeah. He kind of yeah, like yeah. put his finger, like just tapped her a little bit to he, wake her honestly, up. Honestly, it just seemed like he was trying to wake her up. Right, yeah. right. I know he just sedated you, but I really wanted to date you. Oh, oh. nailed it. <laughs> well, it. And it's sweet. I like Jimmy. I a feel lot. like they were friends. They like, they had to be, have been friends, and he's like mm-hmm. super concerned and went in there to like hold her hand and like right. try to comfort her. Because Nurse Virginia is coming in and saying, You got your arms all wrapped up and you cracked a bone in your foot and trying to get Jimmy out because it's, I mean, basically inappropriate for her him to be in. Unless there. they're actually yeah. friends. But she's probably in a lot of pain and she was sleeping and he yeah. woke her up so now she's in more pain again and then has to go back to sleep exactly yeah. Yeah. but so nurse virginia who mikey has a crush on because he likes women in authority they got another call and they got to go am- the- do ambulance stuff they have to go pull out the sheriff's daughter's body oh yeah, yeah probably so th- <sighs> and so we're back at that house now and reporters are talking and we see a gentleman wearing a blue cap and a puffer jacket and oh i paused God. because it's dana carvey it is is in this movie that's Isn't that awesome. crazy way before he got famous he, I know. I think this might have been his first credit. 
That's, That's awesome. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So he's getting instructions from the reporter. Yeah, I think in the credits his name is assistant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't ever really see his face either. No, and if you just I see didn't, the side of it. Right. And if nobody had told me, I wouldn't have recognized it. So now this is when we get the scene where a sheriff pulls in front of all the reporters and everybody just standing on the lawn. They pull out a body who's covered in a sheet and the sheriff pulls it down to see that it's his daughter, Annie. And it's really sad. And you hear the clicks of the cameras. They are taking pictures of him IDing his daughter. Exactly. Exactly. On their front porch. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh, oh, I gotta go tell my wife. And this is one thing that I do really like about Rob Zombie's version of Halloween. Think whatever you want about that movie, but I think the actor who plays the sheriff does a really great job of being really upset that his daughter is killed, and I don't think we really see that. And he's mad at Loomis because he says Loomis let him out, and this is when Loomis gives his um, defending himself retcon. Yeah, I didn't let him out. Yeah, he let himself out. No, and so the, I ordered him restrained. Right, yeah. And he was my patient for 15 years, and then I found there's nothing remotely human in him, and we should be overacting this a lot more. So now we see a guy with a cowboy hat walking around with a boombox, not blasting some oh sick God. beats, blasting the news. Yeah. Because that's what you did in 1981 if you were cool. We were a more informed population back we, then. Well, that's true. And wow. so we see two girls who I think are coming from a Halloween party. They are. They are. Because they're yeah. bitching about how awful it was. Right. And, and the girl who ends up being a nurse is Karen. like, I got to go to work. I'm going to be late. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, you told me you take me home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, get your own ride, bitch. Yeah. But she's like, it would only take five minutes. She's like, and you promise. She's like, I guess. Get in the car. But it's yeah. always only five minutes. And then it's five minutes to walk them in. And then it's five minutes to drive back. And then you're 15 minutes late. But the moral of this is, Karen, you need to keep your eyes on the clock if you've got to get to work because you need to leave in at least 30 minutes. Also, if you're going to a Halloween party, wear your nurse outfit and then you go straight to work with yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. a double thing. Like you, yeah. it's You're a nurse at the party and then you go be a nurse at job. Don't drink also. Yeah, what yeah. are you doing? She DUI'd all the way to work. Well, it's the 70s, man. That was encouraged. Well, it was the 80s, but still. Well, no, yeah. this movie takes place in 1978. Oh, I yeah, realize it right. came out in 81, but it takes place in 1978. Yeah, I think you're right. So she does take friend home, but we see Boombox guy walking again, and the news is telling him. There telling, have been some more murders. There have been another murder. Yeah. And all the victims are at this hospital, and here's how you get there. You turn left on this street and then no, just, right that you go street. go to the main street. They have a big sign that says, to the left. Yeah. And so then that guy <laughs> runs into Michael. And fun fact about that scene that was added in in post-production so that Michael would have a way of knowing where they were. And it's also the first time you see him after he might have died uh, by being hit by the car and exploded by the van. Mm -hmm. Although you probably knew he didn't die because the movie continued. That is true. Right. All right. (laughs) Did you just figure it out? (laughs) So now Mikey's walking around. So now Michael (laughs) is walking around. I like like calling Michael Mikey. You guys wish I was as silent as Michael Mike. No, but, but then who, who would make the Snickers jokes? Who, who would say uh, that's what she said? Yeah, that's sounds like my Saturday night. <laughs> So now we're back at the hospital and Karen has dropped her friend off, but now she's late. And Michael is in a rearview mirror. Yeah, as she's walking in. Um, and so we get into the hospital and we start to meet our characters. Our zany cast of terrible hospital. Like if you're getting <laughs> sick in whatever Haddonfield or whatever, yeah. you're going to die. You're dying. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's why there's just, nobody in the hospital. Or just go to the next town over. Right. Yeah. yeah. So now we got Janet, who is the worst. Janet is the orderly who doesn't walk down. Oh, damn walk it, Janet. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, exactly. There we go. You're the worst. She's the worst. She's like, I don't want to go to the other end of the hallway. Right. I got to stay on the floor. She's the worst. Anyways, so Janet's talking about the news, or Janet's watching the news with Bud, who every other word out of his mouth is a curse word. And I do like that Janet calls that shit out, because that does get real old real quick. Well, and then he's like, I'm sorry, I'm such a fuck up. Right. And he's oh, not even like, he doesn't even, he's not even witty. 
and he's not nice. Right. And there's nothing wrong with cursing. But he gets yes. a girl. He does. Like he scores with what's her name? Right. Oh, and I'm Karen. not saying there's anything wrong with cursing. I'm saying read the room of the conversation you're in. If you're the only one cursing all the time, you're sticking out. But he's a dick though. I mean, he he's, is th- a he's dick. also talking negatively about women and stuff. Oh yeah. Singing a song about one Karen to sit on his face and one that pie. You missed that line. You guys were talking and I was like, did you hear him singing Grace, Amazing Grace? Won't you sit on my face? No, I heard that. It was, yeah, I just didn't was, like it. Yeah, nobody liked it. But he's talking to Jimmy too, and Jimmy's saying, "Don't ever get involved with a patient." But nurses are a different story, exactly. And Blanky, I'm in that Blanky. nurse, yeah. yeah, because the security guard has let Karen in, and she has come in to say hello to them and given them some flirty eyes. That's when he sings "Amazing Grace" comes into my face, and I need your pie, and it makes me hate him. And the whole yeah. time, uh, Jimmy's in the corner, like stewing about Bud being a dick. And longingly wanting to go protect Lori. Yeah, he's like looking out the window Mm -hmm. of the break room towards Lori's door. Right. And so then we get POV shots through the halls of the hospital. Okay, so the other nurse, Nurse Virginia, is uh, mad because Karen is late, which is a reasonable thing to be mad about. We only have six people in this hospital. If you're 15 minutes late, so many people are going to (laughs) die. Exactly. Also, there's five unattended babies in the background of this whole scene. Can you go help them? Without families? Without crying? Without the the, the bottle? These babies are, I don't know. It's almost like they're dolls. It bothered me so much. (laughs) Clearly. Yeah, because I mean, every, any time of day, there are like 9,000 people in the hospital. Virginia was just in the emergency room downstairs. Now she's up on the the newly infant unit. So, but like, there's no one else up there. There's no one else in the whole hospital. There's five unattended babies. So now Jimmy and Lori are talking again. And this is when uh, Jimmy tells him that it was Michael Myers who was after her. And she thought that he was in a mental institution and Jimmy's telling her that he escaped that night. This is it. I actually like this scene because it's like her learning what actually happened. Right. Exactly. It wasn't just the boogeyman because in the first movie, they don't ever really say like she doesn't know who it is. It's just somebody who breaks in and she doesn't even know he exists until he breaks in and tries to kill her. Yeah. So now she's kind of finding out a little bit more. And because this is a small town, everybody knows what happened with this story. So now Nurse Virginia busts him up and says that they're trying to call Lori's parents, but the phones aren't working. Dum, 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 dum. And hey, Janet. Can you do something about this? Can you walk five steps down the hall and do something? But he's all the way down the hall. Uh, Can you go to ask the security guard to fix the phones? But that's on the other end of the home. No, she was just trying to get Janet to go get the doctor because she was just trying to call the doctor who's down the hall mm-hmm. because Jamie Lee Curtis, her eyes aren't responding. Mm. It's a, that's a difference. She's, she's going to tell the security guard. That's when he gives her. That's when he gives Janet the walkie-talkie and she lets him die. Oh yeah, oh yeah. God. So she gives Janet the walkie-talkie and she walks down to the other end of the hall. And this is where Todd and I were like, why mm-hmm. is the security guard? Put in charge of fixing the phones. He doesn't know how to do that. Because he, I mean, he's the only other man who's not a paramedic or a doctor in the hospital. He still doesn't know how to fix the phones. Well, maybe he does. So he hands Janet this like giant walkie talkie. He's like, don't touch anything or mess with it. If you Mm -hmm. hear my voice, just click this button and talk back. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Cut to him out there looking in the trash (laughs) for how to fix the phones. You're jumping ahead because he has to slowly walk to the dumpster, which takes five minutes. It does. It does take a long time. No one walks that slow. To a dumpster. If you took out travel times, and by travel times, I just mean slow walks, Mm -hmm. this movie's 10 minutes long. I think so. Yeah. That math checks out. Yeah. But so he's going to 
fixed the phone lines by investigating a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. And then a cat jumps out. Uh-huh. At but him. not before we see blood in the dumpster. Oh, yeah. And then a cat jumps out and it did scare you. I think that might have been the it most you were dumb. afraid. Yeah. And that's when we talked about that's what a cheap jump scare is. That's what I consider a cheap jump scare. And I agree. All right. So now he's double handling the flashlight. Oh, yeah. And he sees a series of miniature padlocks that may or may not be open. Oh, they're open. They're all open. And they're not cut. They're right. Open. They're unlocked. Because right. he probably just left his keys hanging. Right. <laughs> or forgot to close them. So he goes into the the utility shed mm-hmm. to fix the phone. Yeah. Even though he doesn't he's not qualified to or know how and he's terrified. <laughs> and he's on the walkie talkie and tells Janet to go down to the sheriff's office, but all we hear is <laughs> Over, <laughs> yeah, because Janet to, doesn't know how to use. Walkie he tries talkies. to tell her there was a break in, and then she's like, "I can't hear you." And then she just starts doing all the knobs and turning the different channels, <laughs> just panic pushing all yeah, the buttons. Yes. Yeah. and I'm like, yeah. "Who is this person? <laughs> You're not doing it right, right, Janet." By the way, the rest of the film, she just ignores the fact that he never came back. Yeah, she just let him go yeah, out there. She just and put the walkie-talkie down and then went back. Yes. Janet, Jesus Christ, <laughs> did you not think of that? No. <laughs> Well, okay, so he sees a padlock and he goes to, and it's some kind of like padlock closet or something, and he opens it and a bunch of shit falls on top of him. And I'm surprised a bowling ball didn't like fall and bounce off the top of his head. <laughs> All right, so he come here, their motions, another padlock open and opens this door. And this one, shit doesn't fall on top of him, but there's nothing there. But then he closes the door and there's Michael. Ah! And he claw hammers him to the head and he dies. So after he claw hammers him, he drags him to the main hospital's basement and then hangs him up. Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't know that yet. But yeah, he hangs him up in the main basement. Because yeah. he's off in like the storage sheds or some right. shit. And the whole right. time Janet knows he's missing and doesn't tell anyone. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Janet's in on it. Yeah. Janet's the worst. Maybe she helps him hang the guy up. She, he doesn't need help. But yeah, he gets more hammered than the doctor did at the mm-hmm. country club party. Yeah, the Ta-da-da. bad kind of hammer. Nailed it. He Oh, hammered it. Yep. (laughs) All right. So now we cut to a burned up body and we're examining the teeth. It's nasty. It really is kind of gross because this is the body that may or may not be Michael. They still think that it is that they smashed between two police cars that exploded. There's some questionable medical decisions in this autopsy where he like flakes the tooth and he's like, this is obviously a child. There are no fillings. Right. (laughs) And he's wearing a very fuzzy sweater. Yes. Yes. So I question all of his judgment. It's 100% wool. There's no way his neck is not super itchy this whole scene and that there's not body parts caught in the wool oh, of yeah. that sweater oh yeah. yeah that's not a stripe what that's blood oh you mean like a stripe on I, that's the... not a stripe oh, on the sweater okay. there we go <laughs> they're not all winners guys <laughs> <laughs> all right so um we see he's too young to be michael michael is 21 i mean Ooh. the difference between 17 and 21 is right. so close it's right. four years guys oh my god and in accordance with the romeo and juliet law oh, yeah. that's legal is it Michael is. and the 17 year old that's something going on? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's a protege. I mean, honestly, how does that costume exist? Exactly. It really bothers me. It's like a, a gas station employee and a mask. So it was actually a William Shatner mask. Yeah, they, they painted So white. maybe he went to the party because later on we find out that he was wasted. So maybe he puked in the William Shatner mask. So he decided to turn the mask around. Well, we figured it out. We did. But yeah, I mean... Really? Coveralls and a mask. Yep. Right. But I don't know why. So now there's like a riot at the Myers house and they've decided the best way to get justice on Michael Myers murdering half the town is to just throw a bunch of rocks at a house. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. And it works. And it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wrap and it up, boys. Dude, the, there's a cop 
who like walks out the upstairs window yeah. and stands on the awning above the front porch and is like, stop throwing shit. And the town is like, no. Right. And they continue throwing rocks and at the house. And they him. And him. Yeah, absolutely. It's hilarious. It would be funny if he got hit with a bunch of rocks. I mean, that's not funny. It would have been funny if he got hit with candy. Or like eggs. So It's uh, like a reverse pinata house. <laughs> right. So the deputy and Sam Loomis, Dr. Loomis, uh-huh. they roll up on the house riot. They do. Yeah. This is when Dr. Loomis was talking about how Michael was able to get out because he just didn't do anything for 15 years. And the staff didn't really know what to do with him because he's basically just pure evil and like a shark person. And so he was just sitting there all the time and they kind of eventually you start to let your guard down, you know. Yeah. And so then he just broke out. And then some kids walk up and say, hey, Mr. Ben Tramer didn't get home yet. And so Ben Tramer is the guy that... That Lori in the first movie was interested in. Oh, yeah? And yeah, and they were trying to hook her up, and he ended up not getting there, which saved his life in the first movie. Mm. But oh, not in guy, this movie. Is he the guy in the mask? Yeah, he's the guy in the mask. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's So ben he's Tramer. the guy who got killed as Mike Myers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He so survived he's a the first movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. Good catch. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, so Ben Tramer, she's saying they they call and try to hook Lori up, and then she gets real nervous. And so he doesn't show up that night, so Michael doesn't kill him in the first movie. Did we ever see him in the first movie? No, he's not oh, in okay. the first movie, okay. but they gotcha. mention his name. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they're like, well, fuck, we just killed a kid. Yep. <laughs> and then we Wrap hear... Wrap it up. <laughs> That's a rough day at the office. It really yeah. Is, yeah. And they find out... Even worse, there was a break-in at the elementary school. What? Oh, we got to no. rush there immediately. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not the nine murders that just happened. Exactly. And also, they don't really rush there. They don't. They, they don't rush anywhere. They take ass time. Yeah. The only time anybody rushes in this movie is when Dr. Loomis is holding a gun to their head. <laughs> <laughs> and they rush into the street and <laughs> right. get murdered by another cop car. Yeah. Oh. All right, so now we're back with Karen at the hospital, and she's walking into a bedroom, and none of the lights are on in this hospital, so it's real creepy. And she walks up, and somebody grabs her arm, and we think it may be Michael, but it's not. It's Bud, and he's a jerk, but she loves him anyways because she's an idiot, and they want to hook up. Yep. They probably don't yeah. have a lot of options in that town. Well, yeah, there's so. only five people that work in that hospital, yeah. so <laughs> you know, who are you going to choose? And one of them just graduated from high school. The, so. least, like, the less people you work with, the worse off it is to sleep with one of them. Yes, that oh, is yeah. definitely true. I don't know that from experience, though. Mikey. I don't as well. Mm-hmm. I heard something about a thunder email. <laughs> a thunderstorm, uh, Mikey. I have never been written up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're saying there's no paper trail. Right. Well, I guess that's good for the record. So they're going to meet in the therapy room for hospital amore time in Ooh, and 15 they do. minutes. They do, the, yeah. This makes no the hospital hot tub therapy. It's already un- understaffed. Like, you don't have time right. to be getting in a fucking hot tub with a six. Right. <laughs> Which one's the six? The guy? Yeah, the guy. He's yeah. like, oh, aren't there like five babies up there? They don't have any like nurses or anything? Yeah. Well, like, she says that. She's like, there are like five babies. But he's like, go check on them real quick and then come in here, here yeah. and do me in the hot tub. So, and she does. She does. Well, but first, we have another scene where Laurie is sleeping. Oh, and this is when she gets her flashback and she we're remembering that she was adopted and there's or blood she's or, remembering we're yeah. not remembering this is new information for us y- yes it is new information but <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> speaking of dana carvey dana carvey comes in that walks out to foxy lady all right and so she's having these flashbacks and but we see blood dripping on the floor yeah and this is when she remembers in her flashback walking into some room that may or may not be a mental 
mental institution and seeing somebody who may or may not be Michael turning around and looking at her yep. and then starting to stab her and putting on a face or something. I don't know. But I guess we're supposed to imply that this is her visiting teenage Michael in the uh, institution. But why would she have visited him? I don't think and she would have. No, the, the the murder thing happened when she was two. She got placed into foster care at two and they sealed the records when she was two. Four, because I think they say later that the parents died two years after he was institutionalized. But even then, she would have been four. So she would not have. And they didn't want My her bad. to know. So, so maybe the right. parents made her go visit. I don't know. But the parents were dead. Like the foster parents no, between, wouldn't want between to. two and four. Maybe. But we see we don't see her as that age. And she probably wouldn't have remembered at that age. So speaking of fucking in a hot tub, that's the next scene. <laughs> All right. So we got Bud naked in a hot tub. Oh, Bud, who's buck naked in a hot oh, tub. Oh, he is. He's Bud yeah. Buck naked But this comes by tub. favorite line in the movie because they're like, you know, they're getting on a little bit. And then she's like, it's getting too hot in here. And he oh goes, oh, oh, that's just me. Hot. Yeah. Oh, I'm, it's yeah. Just well, me. and what we see is that Michael has been turning the temperature up on the hot tub because they're this, both in there making out. Is this the first time Michael starts to get like really weird with his kills? I think maybe so. This is the first time he doesn't just stab someone. Right. Yeah. Michael grows this movie. He like really yeah, grows. There's some growth. Is there nudity in the first one? There is nudity in the first one. I, I can't remember, remember what her name is. Wow. Jen. She's more than just her body. <laughs> what is her name? Although I didn't we got remember. Her. So. Got right, exactly. It's PJ Souls is the actress. Now, she is topless oh, she in got the first us. movie. Yeah. I did. Turn, mm, turn I just can't remember her character's name. She's the one that's got pigtails. And yes, PJ Souls is the actress. And there is a little bit of nudity in the first one. There's a lot in this scene. There is. Yeah, nowhere else in the movie. But yeah, there is a yeah. lot in the scene. Because we see her taking her clothes off. And then we see his ass and... Maybe a silhouette of, of a, a little bit more. A sackalouette. I, That's my dating profile name. Sackalouette. <laughs> Does it work? No. <laughs> <laughs> shocker. All right. So speaking of the shocker, she's tur- <laughs> right. he's he's turning the temperature up, and then this is my favorite line of the movie because he said she wants him to get out, and he's like, "But it's cold out there." He's like. It's about to get cold in here. I love his response because he's like, oh, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he doesn't say that, but he says it with his eyes. He says it with his acting. Yeah. And it was with, great. And yeah. he says it with his dick. Like, <laughs> Not just because it was cold. We've all I love how there. we just both did dick sound effects. <laughs> That's amazing. We've all, we've all, Todd, you've been there with me. Like, you know, you're in the middle of like something. Amore time? Amore time. And then yeah. like, they're like, can you go like check on this? Or like, I'm not. Can you go get my vape pen? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> what? I'm just trying to Who imagine you the girls you date. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this one's really happened. Right in the middle, and it's like, is the door locked? And they're like, I don't know, because I'm right in the middle of Amore time. So right. I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, well, is the door locked? And so then it's like, I'll okay. go check. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How bad do you want this? But to put this in I, perspective. But that's all the way down the hall. Oh, no, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> to put it in perspective, Mikey, are your shoes getting chewed up by her dog? Who knows? Yeah. We'll find out later. <laughs> no, this was at my house. Oh, oh. my God. Where my dog is securely But I mean, it, but I'm just. <laughs> Maybe she was curious if the doggy door was locked. It's always locked when a girl. One time my dog got out, cut a girl's arm, and she, she was like, I have to go. Yeah. She was Ooh. the one. <laughs> <laughs> wow Mikey. anyways so mikey can feel his pain 
because he's got to get out and go check the temperature. And he checks it by just tapping on it a bunch. Yeah, I actually blocked the door, so whatever. But while he's tapping on the temperature gauge to magically turn it back up, Michael strangles him from behind. And we don't see it except through the window, the silhouette window. Right, right. Where the glass door is now magically soundproof. Exactly. Yeah, she would have heard him. And this next part really, really bothered me. Okay, I don't know. Maybe the hot tub's really loud. It could be. No, that's fine. I understand that maybe she couldn't hear him. I understand that. You have to play loud hot tub noises during the scene, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. exactly. There was nothing. Oh, my bad. It was dead silent. It was. And let me just say this. Michael <laughs> walks up behind her and does a lot of hand acting on her body. Yeah. She's yeah. Like biting and licking his thumbs and fingers. And how dirty do his fingers They're look? Black. They're black. Uh. They look real dirty. They are very dirty. She should not be licking them. No, she's like, ooh, they taste salty. Ooh, ew. they taste like murder. She's trying to play along. It's it tastes ridiculous. like copper because they're covered in blood. I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fun fact, that was actually ad-libbed and he didn't know she was going to lick his fingers and apparently he felt really bad because he hadn't washed his hands and he also got super hard yeah hey don't <laughs> lick fingers it's gross what I don't lick. i don't like listen lick the fingers, Licks yeah. fingers. Yeah. i don't like slaughter C- counterpoint do whatever you got to do to That's get you true. there so uh, yeah i mean she just like licks and bites his fingers and then and it's gets real murdered. gross yeah. well he gets confused he slows down I mean, he yeah, feels it. Because he's he kind of into it. A woman's never touched him like that before. That's true. Maybe not. She, he might have been like, you know what? I could see us. White picket fence. Yeah. Raising a few uh-huh. kids with masks mm-hmm. on our heads. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's like, ah, fuck it. I'll just drown you. Yeah, I'll just All kill right. her. So no, no, she he ducks her like a bob of her apples in the in the scolding hot Which water. Which is what she was talking about when she was walking back to her car with her friend. And she, she was she talking hates. about bobbing oh, yeah. apples and she hates that. Oh yeah. my gosh. I, I thought you guys would have noticed that. But yeah, she, no. I was gonna call that out because she's talking about bobbing for apples Good and how much she hates it. Bobbing yeah. for apples is the worst. Too. Especially when the temperature's over hundred and twenty exactly. degrees Why and someone's just... forcing your head down, Jen. Exactly. Don't you hate that? And you drown. Yeah. Get your hand off my head. <laughs> Mikey's face is amazing. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> well, um, I was going to say that. Why did he heat up the water? He could have just drowned her. Well, he heat up the water to get them out, I think. He wanted uh, to give her a facial. Yeah. Oh, Jen. All I want to do is high five everybody. <laughs> is that weird if I do that? Is it weird, guys? But so every time her face comes out, it's a little more burned. And it's really sad. This is probably the most brutal death. I yeah. Think. I will say she has made a lot of bad decisions that mm-hmm. have led her to be in that hot tub with a guy like Bud. But exactly. she doesn't deserve to die. No, she doesn't. She yeah. deserves to have a rock bottom shortly after breaking up with Bud. <laughs> right. And then, you know, find the right guy She's like She's not Mikey. breaking up with Bud. So what happens next, Jen? All right. So now they're in the elementary school that was broken into. Oh, that's right. That's where where the cops Mm -hmm. aimlessly ambled off to after (laughs) they found that dead girl. Yeah. To investigate a broken window and a picture that a kid has drawn of a family with that sandwich knife from the beginning stuck in the middle of it. Yeah. And Sam Hain written on the blackboard in blood. Sam Loomis talks a lot about druids and fire. Oh, because it says the fact that they want to burn this person. Um, I don't know. There was no point, except for the knife was in the sister in the family photo. Right. And that lets you know that he's going to go try and kill the sister, right? Yeah. Oh, and that's what makes the people from the State Department of Mental Health, let me tell you, they don't have armed guards, first off. And then second, they come in, they're like, Dr. Loomis, this is a dis- PR disaster for the State <laughs> Department of Mental Health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to get out of here. We need to be away from the town. There's a bunch of murders happening. Mm-hmm. He's like, 
No. You mean the town that you just shot your patient? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so she's afraid that they're going to jeopardize the funding they're getting for their rehabilitation program. This is actually what happened to the national mental health system. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Lewis went around and shot all the patients. The Sam Lewis scandal. Yeah. Like, the institution <laughs> system. Scandal. Shut it down. Yep. Wrap right. it up, boys. Wrap it up, boys. We're done helping people. Right. But the word that was written on the board, what was that? It was Sam Hain. Sam Hain. I'll link to this, but that is one of the original names of Halloween. It's a, oh, another it? word for like the Druid celebration of the winter solstice or the fall, the fall equinox. That's what it is. Oh. I think. If I was a cop and I walked in and saw Sam Hain written on the board, I would assume that he was going to go kill someone named Sam Heem or whatever Haim. that mm-hmm. name, whatever hey, the Haim. name is. Yeah. I yeah. would be looking for a phone book at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Haim S. And yeah. just call them all you until you find them. them. Yeah. Sam? Hey, Sam. The you gotta get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> you just have Sam's running all over the town. <laughs> running away. And <laughs> See, that- just Sam Loom is trying to shoot them all. <laughs> like, there can only be one. It's like a Sam Purge or a Sam Highlander. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Nice. So I think that, um, oh, this is where that lady shows up from the mental institution, right? Yeah. And she's like, Loomis, we got a whatever. We got a PR emergency. Yeah, you keep yeah. shooting Loomis, all of your patients. The governor called me. Right. You need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she takes her gun and just empties the bullets on the floor right in front of his face. Does she have a gun? No, but she, she has a guy who drove a guard that uh-huh. has an armed he's like a sheriff's guy i don't know so yeah. indirectly she does have a gun yes yeah so they make sam get in the car and they drive mm-hmm. off they just start driving out of town because that's right. the governor's orders mm-hmm. yes yeah i don't know i think it oh, comes back the, to the hospital right at the, at the elementary school they're like well where do we look for him now and they're like we what? don't know we don't know yeah, yeah. Well, but sam loomis at this point is not gonna go continue looking for him right they're just no. leaving town yeah yeah i think it cuts to the hospital it does this is when jimmy is in her room and Again. saying i'm Again. never gonna let anything happen to you Lori." why would you say that because he wants to put the moves on her. Yeah. I would and never. Oh, I've said that. <laughs> to patients? No. Mikey, not to patients. To I'm... girls b- right before you werewolf them? <laughs> I would never let anything hurt you, which so is I, why I, I have, have to go. go. <laughs> yeah. It's Aww. almost a full moon. I'm a hoof. Um, so now he's in. I'm never going to let anything happen to you. But he's, he's too late because it looks like she's dead. He's wrestling <laughs> her. Never going to let you die. Never gonna... <laughs> Say goodbye. Yeah, she's then... not blinking during this whole scene. Either, <laughs> no. The way. She's just yeah. like staring up. And I think she's dead. I think she's trying to werewolf him. <laughs> she's trying to pretend that she's dead just so he'll leave. Creepy <laughs> boys see by movement <laughs> right. like the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> exactly. We figured it out. We mm-hmm. know each other. So then a nurse comes in and checks her eyes or whatever. It's like, go get the doctor. Yeah, but, but Janet says, no, nah, yeah. he's all the way down the hall. Uh, uh, well, she walks down the hall to find the drinking doctor who we haven't seen since he was drunkenly examining a patient. And he's really into that fish tank. He really is. Yeah. But first, there's a shower running in his office or something. Maybe he well, was yeah. trying to get busy with some hot tub ladies or something, too. But anyways, there's you nobody think, in the shower. You think Karen was just going Maybe. from one water-based amore to another? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, she's got a type. Okay, so now there's somebody, maybe, maybe you're not taking a shower, and Dr. Mixture, I think is his name? There's <laughs> no way that's his real name. And that's what she kept saying, what? but it's that's Janet. That's my bartender name. Dr. Mixture. <laughs> but it's Janet, so who the hell knows? It is. It's Dr. Mixter. Uh, so Mixter Mixter. So she just didn't understand his no. name. Yeah, if he wasn't a doctor, his name is very confusing. Mr. Mixter. Yeah, Mr. Mixter. It's easy to get mixed That's why up. I went to med school. He's like, fuck. He could have gotten like an honorary title, like reverend or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dr. Mixter is sitting, staring at a fish tank, really into it. And if he's drunk, that might be an entertaining thing to watch. So. Really? Oh, yeah. I had an old boyfriend who would get stoned and just stare at his fish tank all day. It's amazing it didn't work out. 
I know, man. So, I even got a fish tank to try to get him to come over in my apartment. Wait, really? Yeah, I did. It was oh, really sweet girlfriend. My All the God. fish died. Jen. I electrocuted myself trying to clean the tank one time. <laughs> That's what he wear. All in the service of a morehead. I know, man. <laughs> so he has been smoking a lot of pot and staring at his fish tank. Yep. And she says, Dr. Mischa, Dr. Mischa. And then slowly Dr. Evil turns him around in his chair. But, oh, he's not stoned looking at the fish tanks. No. He's murdered looking at the yeah, fish tanks. Yeah, this is stabbed in the eye with a he needle. Did. Oh, I hate this. My favorite scene in the movie. The way, it, the way it's shot. It is pretty cool, yeah. And, and is all, it because Michael's about to blow her mind? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it's just because Mikey likes fish tanks. No, I think it's because Janet's been full of hot air the whole time. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she kind of is. <laughs> well, because Michael, and this shot was really cool. She it starts is. to back up, mm -hmm. and then you see Michael start to get illuminated by the light of the fish tank. Right, yeah. the, the, the lighting of the scene is really good. It's very, mm -hmm. very good. And that's a shout out to the scene in the first movie where yeah. Lori is on the steps yeah. and his face is illuminated right next to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then and you see him stick a needle in her head, and yeah. instead of him injecting air, you hear pssst. Ah, <laughs> and it lets yeah. all the hot air out. Like, <laughs> and she like balloon like flies off. <laughs> she Aww. was very bad at her job. Yeah. People died because she they did not did. tell them the security guard's probably yeah. dead. All five of those babies. So we now we see blonde nurse who we saw a little bit at the beginning, and then she disappeared for a while. The one with the jack-o'-lantern pin on her lapel. Oh, but no, before that, Jimmy goes down to check on why Janet's taking so fucking long yep. because they're just like, damn it, Janet, you're just stupid. Um, and he and he goes into a room called the Ladies' Lounge oh, and yeah. you guys talked for like five minutes about Ladies' Lounge. I didn't realize they had a club in the <laughs> the hospital. Anyway. And ladies drink for free Woo! every night till 11.30. Wingy blingy. <laughs> All right. Michael goes into a hospital room to try to kill Lori and he stabs the pillows because yeah. she's faked him out. She was just dead in a hospital bed and this is how we knew she was faking to try to ghost Jimmy. Yeah, because she immediately <laughs> left after he exactly, left. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I thought they actually showed the bed like with no one in it. Like they right before he goes there. They showed the bed with like lumps. Mm -hmm. She's clearly not in the bed. Well, well, I saw the lumps and the bumps. Oh, we saw that earlier with Karen. That's yeah, true. We saw uh, the lumps and the bumps and possibly the mumps when we saw his ass. Guys, you really... <laughs> his name is Balthazar. <laughs> Guys, you really should not hit on someone who's gone through a traumatic event and is now at the hospital being treated for Mikey, it. I'm not sure this is advice I'm willing to take from you. <laughs> I've learned it the hard way. <laughs> True. Those pillows were meant for Jimmy, not Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I she will, was just like, yeah. I can't be this for you right now. Yeah, come into my room like five times. Yeah, at yeah. this point, he's the only one that's bothering her, and she thinks Michael's dead. So yeah. she did put those pillows there to fake out Jimmy so she could leave the hospital. Ah, I yeah. think so. But so he stabs the pillow and it's he a fake out. Being Michael, Michael not Michael, Jimmy. Michael, yes. Yeah. Jimmy does not stab the pillow. J Jimmy's not like, ah, ghosted again. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway, so Michael's stabbing pillows in a fit of rage, mm -hmm. and, he, and we cut to Lori Strode limping down the hallway. Yeah, uh, because she's got her cracked bone foot. And she's <laughs> yes. also on a ton of drugs that just killed her five minutes ago. So well, she was passed life. out, yeah. Yeah, she, she just recovers real she quickly. Was Faking yeah, for she Jimmy. was not passed out. We yeah, know she was this is it. true. Yeah. Jen, so, women fake it sometimes. <laughs> who are you telling, Todd? <laughs> All right. So Lori's strolling down the hallway. Yeah, and she goes into a room, and for a long time, she hides on the floor in this room. Yeah, she falls asleep. Right she, next well, to she the door. Try, she tries to check the phone. 
mm-hmm. and she Hello? like yeah it doesn't work so mm-hmm. she like takes the phone puts it down and then scoots up to the door mm-hmm. but not to cover the door just next to the door right so anyone who just opened the door and peeked in could see exactly where she is and then she fell asleep and i mean to be fair she's got a lot of drugs in her system now blonde nurse is looking for the security guard who janet just left to die and we see michael walking down the hall in the security video and you're like oh if michael kills her in the security video that would be really cool and then immediately we see that that's not going to happen so it she, cuts to over the shoulder. I'm, I'm yeah. exactly. Dang it. So she's walking down the hallway and she gets scared by Jimmy and Jimmy can't find anybody because everybody's dead. So they're having a conversation and then we see Michael. And it's like they've never talked before. It's like, <laughs> right. hey, I'm sorry to scare you and I don't really know your name, but like also no one else is alive in this hospital. Can you go search the east side? And if that mm-hmm. doesn't work, get in your car and go get the sheriff. Right. Yeah, And then she says yes, but in her mind she's like, well, fuck that searching the East Wing part. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go right to my car. Yep. I'd give her props for this. Me too. Yeah, true. I would have left a long time ago. Except maybe yeah. she should have taken the five babies with her. True. That's true. <laughs> just trap them all in a <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so she does leave right now and she gets in her car and of course her car won't start and then she sees, looks down and sees that the tires are slashed and there's oil leaking. So Michael has just fucked all these cars and everyone. Yeah, and she can. not only checks her car but other cars tires mm-hmm. are slashed yeah. they're all slashed but before that happens um jimmy comes out of a door that says exit only yeah he does well i guess he's <laughs> exiting so that is the right thing to do with yeah. that door all right i well, think he was just checking the rooms. i think so too yeah. i've given him a hard time for this and i regret that and so he sees <laughs> he sees two doors and one says minor surgery and one says major surgery Hmm. And so he goes into the minor surgery door right. and he finds Nurse Virginia. So Nurse Virginia's just laying on a cot with her arm hanging down and it looks like she's dead, but we can't see for sure. So he goes to investigate and he sees that there's there's a needle in her arm and all her blood has just dripped like out a tourniquet. onto the floor. It's like he's, he's tubed up her arm yeah. and like made a drain of her whole body of blood. Right. Yeah. And so then he looks down and he realizes he's standing in a gigantic puddle of blood. Pool, if you would. P- a pool, if you would. Yes. A hot tub of blood. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know. It's not like ankle deep. Like, it's just like around his shoes. But it freaks him out and he starts to run away and then, of course, slips and like bangs his head mm-hmm. on the ground. But so he's just like, oh, this is a callback to the very beginning of the grass <gasps> angel. He's making a blood angel. Oh. <laughs> That's what it is. Except he doesn't because he just falls and lays there forever. Yeah. You asked a bunch of times if he was dead. I have yeah. a problem with this kill. I, I, I have a problem. It's not a kill. Oh, you mean of Virginia? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael went up there, strapped her down to a gurney. Her arms taped up with this tubing by the yeah, way yeah yeah he did like a whole procedure maybe yeah. he like interrogated her and made her teach him how to do it oh yeah you never know mike it's you a power there when move. it happened yeah, I, I like it when he just stabby stabs not not needle needles yeah i mean he's needled the two previous people too all right so now Lori's opening the door and sees the and the blonde nurse sees Lori, and Lori sees the blonde nurse and then oh no michael's right behind her and Lori sees michael and this is the first time in the movie that she's actually seen him and then Michael stabs blonde nurse up in the air. Oh, my God. And, like, holds her way up in the air. And I love this because it reminded me of the head tilt thing from the first movie. Because he's holding her up in the air and then her shoes just fall to the floor. You know what reminds me of the head tilt thing from the first movie? What? When he does it again. When he does the, the head tilt yeah. thing? Yeah, that does remind me of <laughs> yeah, it, too. He, like, literally knocks this chick's shoes off. Yeah, and then she falls on the ground. 
Oh yeah, on top yeah. of her shoes. So yeah, and we're supposed to. So he has super strength, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he's gotten oh, yeah. shot six times by Sam Loomis. So now Michael's chasing her, and she's trying to crawl whoa, out the whoa, window. Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow down, because the chase is very slow. That's true. So now so Michael's now chasing Michael, her. and they. Walk. I hate I'm this trope so okay. much because <laughs> it is the worst. Yeah. He walks slowly everywhere, and I he realize does. that she has a broken ankle. But well, I mean, let's just get there. So she goes. She does go into a she boiler goes into a room. Boiler room. Right? And yeah. she sees the security guard who's tied up with a light. Mm-hmm. She sees Michael coming around the corner mm-hmm. and then she decides it's time to climb out the window. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he almost grabs her. Apparently he doesn't get, have good grip strength because he's like touching her legs and her feet, but he can't grasp onto it them. It looks like he's trying to tickle her feet. To it Michael does. Myers, the chase is more than this is the most fun thing. That's I think so is. too. He likes, <laughs> he doesn't like to commit. Yeah. He likes to chase them. Yeah. yeah so anyway, she falls out of the window onto all of the boxes from Suspiria that are because right Because of course window. there's windows between different inside areas of a hospital. And has <laughs> <a lot of laughs> all right. But yeah, so she does get into the next room mm-hmm. over and falls into a box of like beakers or some shit because right. it's like glass that breaks. Right. And then she runs around to where an elevator is and starts hitting the button. Mm-hmm. And Michael gets over there. I am assuming he climbs through the same window. I guess so, yeah. Because you see him stepping on the glass and I you hear I think he Kool-Aid it. mans through the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're going to see him Kool-Aid man through some shit in a minute. Yeah, we're about to. So we see him kind of stepping on those, the glass or beakers or whatever. And mm-hmm. it, you hear the sound and she's still at the elevator. But right. this is what I hate. He's walking slowly. She's waiting on the elevator. She gets in the elevator, and as it's closing, like, he does never try to go faster. Right, and he actually sticks the scalpel inside the crease of the elevator, which would have stopped the elevator door. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, this is the part of the movie that I did not like how it shot because it's so unbelievable that that wouldn't have stopped the elevator door. And also that he wouldn't have just quickened his pace exactly. a little bit to stab her to death. Yeah. Agree. I agree with all of you're saying. Yeah. He could have just easily sure. done the elevator or as soon as the door closed, just push the button a bunch of times. It's going to open up this, again. But he, we don't, he may have never seen an elevator before. So Lori goes into a yellow car. Instead of just trying to run away, Lori crawls into a yellow car and, and goes hides. to sleep. Yeah. yeah. She peeps up a little bit. She may recognize whose cars that is. That's true, because I do think it's Jimmy's car. It is. Which alludes to the fact that maybe they had a prior Yeah, 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 yeah. So now we're back in the Loomis Mobile, and they're going back to the mental hospital. So Dr. Loomis' nurse, and I believe her name is Marion, but I might be wrong about that, is trying to tell him something real important, and Dr. Loomis won't shut up about the Samhain fire rituals. He is mansplaining so hard. I know. She's like, no, no, no. I got something real important to say. And he's like, <laughs> but the it's druids. also gibberish. Yeah, they yeah. used to burn the animals in the baskets, and that's how they would have observe imagination. It's basically, or that's how it's they basically like a, just like a regular Uber drive. <laughs> yeah. Remember when the druids, our ancestors, put animals in baskets and burned them to observe humanity? Because it would help them tell the future? Exactly. So the next thing she says when he finally shuts up about this nonsense, yeah. she says, no, 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 there was a secret file and you should have had access to it, but the government tried to cover it up. And so... But the, gov- the governor unsealed it. The governor unsealed it, yeah, after the guy who we could have prevented from murdering everybody murdered everyone. <laughs> so so turns out Laurie and Michael are brother and sister this right. Whole time, yeah, which maybe is why Michael stabbed a picture of a kid on an elementary well, school. Well, stabbed the picture of the sister. The sister, yeah. yeah but how does he sister. know that she's his sister? Well, because she was younger than him. So yeah, when he killed his, bi- I don't know. It doesn't. So make sense. He would not recognize her. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he would. But it doesn't matter. This is the biggest right. plot hole of the whole yeah, series. It doesn't matter. So is that he's never told she's his sister. Only Loomis is told. How, yeah. How would she know? Anyways, how would he know? He yeah. doesn't know. One thing I do like about the 2018 sequel 
is that they don't make them brother and sister. They cut this whole plot line out. I don't hate that she is his sister because it allows Laurie Strode to be in more movies. And I like that. And it's a reason that he would try to track her down. And I love her. But yeah, it doesn't it it just doesn't make sense. And I think there's a power in the first movie of him just being a random murderer. And it's more like just showing the chaotic nature of the world. And I think her being his sister makes there more of a point for him going after her specifically. I don't know, you know, man. So like, I'll say this, if you were out on a murder spree and you were trying to kill some random girl, but she's the one that got away, mm-hmm. I can understand that you might be yeah. fixated on killing her, whether she's related to right. you or not. So mm-hmm. I don't think that there needs to be that familial bond because right. she's the one that got away. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. Especially since this is still a continuation of the first movie's events too. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like it's been five years and he's just been pining away to murder Lori. No, know? but I mean, yeah. even if it was five years later, I can see that he would have been like wanting to kill her because she's the one that got away. He right. got arrested while trying to kill or whatever. But anyways, so what apparently what happened is two years after Michael was institutionalized, their parents died. And so as Laurie was a four year old, she was adopted by the Strodes. Yeah. And we find all of this out now. Um, and then this is when Loomis loses his fucking mind. Dude, it's like, yeah. Take me to the hospital. Yeah. And oh, so just six times. Right. And the cops like, no, I can't take you to the hospital. Like he's just oh, taking a Xanax. He's like, I can't take you to and the hospital. Then Loomis says, what do you guys do? Fire a warning shot. <laughs> and then shoots out the passenger side I window. And the best we- part is that it immediately cuts to it doing like, like a J turn. Like, oh yeah. yeah. It's insane. Smoking the bandit right now. <laughs> a J turn? It's not a J turn. Wow. No, it's just a quick right? turn. Yeah. This is the fastest anybody moves in this movie, though. Yes. Yeah. This is the only time you see any sense of urgency out <laughs> right. of anyone in ever in movie. this fucking movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh. Okay, so now Lori's still hiding in this yellow car, and then Jimmy gets in. Yeah, I thought Jimmy might have been dead until this point. I thought so too. But Jimmy yeah. gets in and Jimmy's she's got like, a Jimmy light yeah. concussion from falling on the floor. Yeah. He well, does. And, yeah. And he's just looking real weird and he she says, Jimmy. I'm right here. And he just looks like a zombie looks over at her. He's like, hi, Laurie. I got blood all over my back and pants. I'll get you out of here. And he tries to turn on the car. It won't turn on. And then he sort of like loopy falls out. Yeah. Like hits his head on the uh, horn. Yeah. Yeah. Alerting everyone. All the killers now know where they are. And she just sits on him to try to start the car. But the car won't start because she just saw him try to start the car. And we sort of know already from this point that all the cars are to a point where they they won't start because They've all been Michael, yeah, fixed them. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we see Loomis in the Loomis mobile here and his little Scooby group is there still with no sense of urgency. So they just kind of get out and lumber out. Although there is a slight sense of urgency because they don't bother to close the back door of their car. <laughs> right. And so Laurie has fallen out of the side door of the car she was in and she's just crawling along, doesn't scream until they are actually in the hospital where they could have heard her. And as soon as they close the door, she says, hey, I'm right here. But before she was just whispering. She was like, yeah. So at this point, we also see Michael walking outside towards Lori Strode. So she gets up, runs towards the door, beats on the door, and oh, Loomis opens the door for her. They lock the door behind them. Yeah. She's like, what? Why would yeah. you lock the door? Yeah, so she's banging on it. They're standing five feet away from her just looking, but they have to wait until Michael gets really close to yeah. let her in. Yeah. yeah. So, so she comes in. Yeah, yeah, Sam Loomis lets her in, and then they lock the door and sort of come over further in the hallway. Like, I'm so sorry for leaving you. Yeah. Which is like a weird line to put in there, I think. Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. Is this the point where it looked like he was about to kiss her? It 
look it did look like he was Loomis about to kiss is her. the weirdest actor ever. Like <laughs> he makes some of the weirdest choices, but I'm here for it. He's right. awesome. But he's not great. Yeah. I love him though. He's awesome. Yeah. But not, not for a great the reasons actor. he wants to be loved. Yeah. Exactly. exactly yeah. Anyway, so at that point, that is when uh, my, you realize Michael is the Kool-Aid man uh-huh, and he breaks through the the door, just walks through it. Mm-hmm. The oh, only yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the only time you hear him speak in the film. Yeah. In all the films. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So now Loomis he, drops him. He shoots yeah, he him. He shoots him six times. Yeah. Again, because he reloaded. And then he falls down. Michael and, falls down. Michael falls down. Yeah. yeah and, so. the, and the sheriff, the ambiguous law enforcement officer, was like, mm-hmm. goes to check. He's like, no, be careful. He's still breathing. He's like, well, you, just, yeah. you just shot him six times. And he's like, but I shot him six times earlier and <laughs> I already told you that nine times. So. And this dude can't follow directions because he eventually gets caught up in a trap. Yeah. yeah. He's an idiot. He's like, no, he stopped breathing. Look. And then Michael Myers gets up and just slices his throat. throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is this where Loomis pulls out his backup gun and gives it to Lori? Not no, they quite run. Yet. They run oh, okay. okay. They have okay. to run, not till we get to major surgery. Right. Um, is it really major surgery they go into? Yeah, it is oh, surgery. my yeah. God. So they go into major surgery room. Meanwhile, nurse is outside using the cop radio to try to call the police. So they're. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's the one where the sheriff, before he gets killed, goes, Wait, I'm the only one authorized to use the radio. Right. Like, well, go fucking use the radio. I know. Then go do it. Bro, yeah. you just let this doctor shoot someone again. Yeah. Right. You're, You're real bad is, at your job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last <laughs> priority. <laughs> All right. So. But yeah, so they're in major surgery. They're in major Lori surgery. And Sam Loomis. Yes. And so, and it's an operating room and it's got lots of oxygen tanks around the outside. That of it does. Or ether it, and ether oxygen. oxygen. Yeah. Ah, okay. Both ether, of which are explosive. Right. And ether mm. was an old timey anesthetic. So now he figures out that he's had a gun the whole time, a second yes. gun, and he gives it to Lori. Yeah, which is so bizarre. It is really Because he takes time to load his first gun. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, man. It's insane. Well, you want to keep them both loaded. I get it. Yeah, when you got Michael on But that the means in the first movie, he had a second gun the whole time. He could have shot him 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now Michael's banging on the door, and now he Kool-Aid mans through this door, too. Oh, he, my God, yeah. And I thought he was just going to break open the window glass, but he breaks open the window glass and then demolishes the door. Yeah, and, and really this cool. time when he pops in the door, he goes, Jim Jones. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Kool-Aid? Yeah, uh, I got it. It technically yeah. was Flavor-Aid, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, true. Whatever. Thank you, Cult Podcast. Yeah, listen to the Cult Podcast. <laughs> okay, so now Loomis is about to st- shoot him point blank in the face, but oh no, he's already shot him six times, so his gun's empty. Yeah. So he yells, I shot you six times, and now I can't shoot you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Michael lightly stabs him? He stabs him with a scalpel. But in the lightly, stomach. But yeah. he just goes, eh. Just a little tap, you know. And yeah. I, 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 I was surprised, and spoiler alert for this movie, Sam Loomis dies, <gasps> but I was surprised he got stabbed. I was like, oh my God, they stabbed Sam. Yeah. <laughs> you he bastards. Fall. He should have stabbed him six times. He dramatically <laughs> falls back and curls up into the fetal position and, and like, I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. He says, oh, get me to a nunnery. So yeah. And good thing he's already given Laurie the gun because he's gotten stabbed and he pulls it out and it's like dripping blood. So I think he got him pretty good. He did get him pretty good, though. Yeah. I mean, no matter where you get stabbed, there's got to be some blood. So now he's walking slowly across the room to kill Lori. And she says, Michael, Michael, this is the head tilt that it reminded you of. The head tilt from the beginning. So I guess now he's realizing that she knows who he is. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it it doesn't. he, He still doesn't know it's his sister. 
Yeah. Either way, he then continues to walk towards her. Right. And she then sh- she shoots both of his eyes out. Yeah. Sharpshooter. Oh, man. She's not a final girl for nothing. I mean, listen, that's ridiculous. I think <laughs> she just shot one of them and it just was like. And the other one just ricocheted all over the place. Freaking <laughs> out. He's freaking out. Yeah. After she shoots him in the face, there are no holes in the mask, mm-hmm. just the eyes. And, and blood he, coming out of the eye. Yeah. yeah. The betrayal has caused him to cry blood tears. Oh, my God. His family has turned his back on him. Shy little sister, why Not shoot my eyes? Now I can't see you. I'll stab my knife. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Nice. Teacher. Nailed it. Nailed it. Dude, that is a, what movie was that? Lost, Lost Boys. Boys yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I wish I knew music stuff. I feel like I'm in a different podcast. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's move Ooh, on. All right. So she shot him in the face. His eyes are bleeding. He can't and see. And he is swinging his knife swinging around. Swinging in the air. I yes. guess it's really a scalpel, not a knife. It is a scalpel, yes. yes. Loomis wakes up after she shoots him and is like, oh, we have a chance. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. And because he can't see, he, they're turning on the oxygen tank. Right. or whatever. And the ether tanks. They're, they're both doing it. And when one right. side of the room turns it on, he starts swinging that way. And mm. then they swing him back the other way when the other side of the room turns yeah. it on. Yeah, it's like but pong. they don't just leave. Right. They could have just left because he can't see. Right. Why do this at all? That's Loomis's plan. Yeah, because oh he's God. already been stabbed. He knows he's going to die. And, if, and for poetic justice. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So now the room is filling with gas and Lori sneaks out. And well, he tells her to. He's like, get yeah. out of here. Mm-hmm. So she sneaks out and Loomis is like, yeah. I thought I remember he liking says, what he says. It's our time, Michael. That's yeah, what it was. It's time. Yeah. yeah. It still isn't it. over. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> I wrote you letters for 15 years. I shot you every Every day for a year. Six times every day. <laughs> it's time for that murder-suicide moment at the end of the notebook. <gasps> yep. And then he does murder-suicide. He does. It's just like the notebook. It is, man. Uh, oh, the notebook. Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so they explode and the whole operating room and half of the hospital and half of the patients that haven't been watched this and whole the movie. And the babies. What happened oh, to the babies? No. Loomis oh, killed five babies in this movie. Oh Just to prove God. a point, man. This is horrible. The five babies bothered me for the rest of the film. I was and thinking I could, about them the whole time. Could not forget mm. it. Yeah. So now Lori is in the hallway and she's got blown back by the explosion. And yeah, we see did. burning Michael walking out of the fire and we think he's going to go Terminator to her. Nope. But no, he doesn't. He falls down. And Dead. we see a close-up of his mask face burning. Now, it's smoky morning because the hospital exploded. Yep. yep. And everyone's outside in the parking lot. And we get our body count from the police officials. And they say 10 so far. I think right? it's more like 15 because those babies didn't make it. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Plus yeah. all of the other patients that nobody was watching. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah. I'd say like... 200 people. Yeah, yeah. And that's a conservative <laughs> estimate. And now they're taking Lori out in... A wheelie chair. Yeah, the guy says a wheelie chair. <laughs> Drove me insane. Yeah, it was funny. Um, and so she gets in the ambulance and the ambulance drives away. And then Laurie's in the back of the ambulance and we hear bum, 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 bum. And bum, now bum, it's bum. really a memorial hospital. It is. <laughs> and that's the movie. And that's the movie. Having seen the movie and talked about it, what do you guys think? I don't think it's very good. Oh, yeah? No. Okay. There's not, no one even talks in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Jimmy tells her 9,000 times that he's, Nothing's everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And Loomis shouts 5,000 times that he shot Michael six times. That's true. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> nobody talks in the movie. This whole movie is slow tracking shots of people walking. It, it is. is. And yeah. I feel like that's effective in the first movie because they don't overuse it. And I feel like they do overuse it in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
what I like about this movie is that it's not like most sequels I feel like is like either a new group of kids or like the next year the same thing happens and I like that they pick up right where the first one moves. Fuck, me too, yeah. man. I really like that about this movie. It's really the only movie I think I've ever seen do that sort of thing in a sequel. The Collection does it. I was wondering oh, yeah, if The Collection okay. does it. Yeah. So I haven't seen The Collection. Back yeah. to the Future 2 technically does it too, but I think yeah. The Collection's like a week later. Okay, mm. but still, this is literally in the moment the first one ends, this mm-hmm. one begins, which so, I thought was very cool. That's the, I, I so do too. like that part. I hate that this movie all took place at the hospital. I don't know, man. It is sort of a slow movie movie and not just the way they walk everywhere like there's no sense of urgency and the hospital is tropingly understaffed and Mm -hmm. so there are things about it i didn't like i didn't think it was bad though it's one i think people should watch it's not that scary no and i wish there had been more of laurie because i love laurie she just never talked yeah Yeah, she's asleep she just didn't do much yeah. yeah like me yeah. yeah, but let's talk box office. All right. Is that cool? Yep. All right. So, what do you think the budget for this movie was? I know, so I can't. Guess. Oh, okay, three million dollars. Close. It's two point five million dollars. Uh, yes, but it made twenty five point five million dollars. That's good. Nice. That's which good. is that's real solid in today's money. That's seventy million dollars. Wow, which is not bad. Yeah, yeah. Pretty and good. the budget, of course, would be quite a bit more too. Two point yeah. five million dollars would have been quite a bit more. But, but the budget for the first one was like three hundred thousand dollars, so yeah. they bumped it up a lot. So yeah. it probably wasn't as profitable as the first one. But that's one of those things that's just hard to beat. But it would have been like a seven million dollar budget movie today, making seventy million, which right. is a great return on investment. It is yeah. good. So let's do some Gen Fun Facts. All right, Gen Fun Facts. Because this picks up with the events of the first movie, this is the only Halloween film in the whole franchise to not end on Halloween night. All of the other ones oh, wow. take place oh. only on Halloween. So. so it ends on November 1st. It that does. That makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis, who is amazing, has played Laurie in five different decades. So the first... What? Yeah, isn't that awesome? Wow. The first one was in 78. The second one was in 81. Then H2O was in the 90s. And then Resurrection was in the 2000s. And then she just did um, the 2018 remake. That's awesome. Um, H2O is like my favorite. I love H2O so much. So the reason her hair looks a little weird is because... after by the in between this movie and the first one, she had started wearing her hair short like she does now, and so it yeah. was a wig. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, and okay. you can tell in some places, um, but I think they did a pretty good job. Of yeah, it's it. fine. Um, but they did a TV version, which I'll talk about in just a minute. And I know there was one scene that she was in that they just had her put her hair in a towel because they didn't have a wig for her or something. This was intended to wrap up the story of Lori and Dr. Loomis. And John Carpenter gave an interview a couple of years after that and saying, no, 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 Michael and Dr. Loomis are both dead. Because originally they wanted the Halloween franchise to be like an anthology franchise, and they were just going to be one-off movies with individual stories. Well, and that's why the third one's different, right? Yes. Like Season Season of of the the Witch Witch is not about Michael. Right, but because that movie did so badly... They brought Lori and Michael back for the fourth one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Actually, I don't think Lori is in the fourth one. No, I don't think she is. I haven't seen it. But they brought Michael back. They did bring, well, yeah, they bring Michael back for all of them. But yes, yeah, so this was originally intended to actually kill Michael. All right. So there was a TV version and it's just a couple minutes shorter than the theatrical version. But they I'm cut, pretty sure I know what they cut. The hot tub? Yeah. They yeah. cut some hot tub stuff. They cut a lot of the deaths or they shortened them like the sheriff or the marshal at the end who gets his throat cut. Yeah. They had him stabbed in the back there. Uh, they added some things like they added a scene where Michael cuts the power to the hospital huh. or cuts the phone lines. So they added stuff like this. And there's a scene. Well, that would have been nice to see. One yeah. of the lights were all out. 
we never see Jimmy after he passes out on the horn of his car. Right. But in the TV version, there's a scene of him and Lori in the ambulance at the end of the movie. And she's looking at him and saying, we made it. We really did it. They don't say that second part. But yeah, so they have their tender little scene at the end in the TV movie, but it's not in this one. So the hot tub scene, apparently it was not a hot tub after all. The water was really, really cold. Oh, we could tell. Yeah. It. And she actually got an ear infection. What? Yeah, because she had oh, to keep that going. Sucks. I know. Yeah, because of all the like the burned face makeup, they had to make yeah. it cold so it wouldn't like melt off. So yeah, it was a rough, apparently a real rough scene for her. That's awful. So Ben Tramer is named after a friend of John Carpenter, and he wrote some episodes of Saved by the Bell. Oh no, shit. Yeah, we never meet him though, right? Because he's don't. the guy, he's the guy who was mentioned in the first one, mm-hmm. and then is wearing the Jason outfit. Yeah. Sorry, Michael outfit. <laughs> In this one, and he gets hit by the car. Yeah, so, so we never meet him, really. We, and now we never will. Oh, it's so sad. I know. <laughs> what Tragic might have been. life cut short. They released this on Blu-ray, I think about 10 or 15 years ago. And they, so Mustafa Akkad had, uh, was one of the financial backers of this movie and was one of the producers. And when they released it on Blu-ray, they cut his name out of it. Why? I don't know. But there was a really big backlash and a boycott of the Blu-ray, especially because before that had happened, he had died in some bombings in the Middle East. Oh, man. I know he and his daughter did. It was really sad. So there was a big boycott and backlash over this. And eventually the company ended up replacing the copies. And if you like sent them your address, they would mail you the right one. So if you guys want a free copy of Halloween (laughs) 2, just write them and say you got one of the ones without his name on it. Exactly. Although I bet one of the ones without his name on it now is probably worth some money or something. it's like a collector's item or exactly whatever. yeah yeah so there is a true crime that is known as the halloween two murders what so richard boyer um murdered francis and eileen harbitz and his defense was that he had taken a bunch of pcp pot and alcohol while watching halloween two and oh had hallucinations God. And murdered these two people. He tried to use that as his defense and he was found guilty and sentenced to death. Did not work. Yes. The movies don't make you do it. No. And so the original story for this, because John Carpenter and Deborah Hill weren't really into this movie. They didn't really want to do it so much. Um, John Carpenter didn't want to direct it. And the original story was going to be a couple of years later and Laurie living in a high rise building. And I don't know if this was true, but the tagline was going to be the night he was buzzed up. Instead of the night he came home. (laughs) But John Carpenter has talked about how he wasn't really into the story and he'd just get a six packs of beer every night and try to knock it out. And I think you can kind of tell in the writing. It's just not not super well written. Oh, and fun fact about the mask. It is the same mask that they used in the first one. But it looks like it's aged and has more wear and tear because um, Nick Castle, who played the shape in the first movie, would put played it in his... the shape? Like, he was credited as the shape, not Michael Myers in the first movie. Oh, because they didn't know his name. Right, right. Okay. The character was called the shape. So I he gotcha. played him in the first movie. And when in between takes, he would take the mask off and just put it in his back pocket. So it got all creased up. Also, his head was a little bit bigger than the guy who plays him in the second movie. And um, also... The mask was stored in Deborah Hill's house and she just left it under her bed and she was a real heavy smoker. So it oh. faded a little bit. Oh, my God. Um, but so it but is the same mask, but it doesn't quite look like the same mask. When this filming was over, they just let the guy who played Michael Myers keep all the costumes. So he still really. Has all of that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they learned that the hard way when they tried to make a fourth movie with him and they didn't have the mask anymore. So that's why the masks look different from there on out. Huh. So Nick Castle originally played Michael Myers in the first movie and the guy who plays him in this one 
His name is Dick Warlock. What? <laughs> and he plays Michael Myers. And I thought he did a fine and job. And is also a porn star. No, well, yeah, that's what he went on Dick to next. Dick Warlock. Actually, I don't know for sure. But the reason Nick Castle did not play Michael Myers in the second one is because he was directing The Last Starfighter. What? Yeah. Oh, nice. I love I that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. So that's my final uplifting fact. Nice. That's I like it. when they end on an upper. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I've good. taken that note and I've I've strategized <laughs> yeah. accordingly. I forgot what episode it was, but they just got darker and darker as they go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. It was, <laughs> and I was like, it was bleak. Uh, yeah. yeah. So now we do a scary scale. Hey, listeners. Our scary scale is a scale we use to rank how scary we think these movies are. It's not a ranking of the quality of the movie. It's how scared we were today when we watched them. Our one example is Ghost. Ghostbusters, our 10 example, is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, Todd. I'm going to give it a two. All right. Because it's not that scary. There is one jump scare that is a cat. <laughs> cat related. And that's it. So, Mikey, what's up? I'm going to give it a one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, one with animosity for Mikey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a two. Yeah. It, there are scary moments, um, but more of the deaths are just disturbing. You know, and that tends to be what gets me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So this week you guys made me watch Halloween 2. What are you guys making me watch next week? Well, next week we are finally going to do it. Ever since our first episode, I have been vocal about my dislike for a horror classic that many of you love. And you've asked me over and over again why I don't like this movie. And I'm finally going to tell you we are doing The Shining next week. I've seen The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's fine. So, guys, check out The Shining if you haven't already seen it. I mm-hmm. bet you already have. But yep. we might also have a special <gasps> episode coming we do. this Halloween. Whoa. Yeah. Hey guys. For those of you who were around last year, we did this last year, too, mm-hmm. with Trick or Treat. I wasn't. Yeah. No, you weren't. This year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, if you like candy and you yeah. like men. Come to my van. <laughs> Oh my God. No. So we're doing a special Halloween episode next week. We're going to watch one of my favorites and we're just going to tell them what we're watching, right? Yeah, it's not Candy Man. Yeah, we're watching. Can't say it again. Candy we're Man. watching. Beetlejuice. You're fucking with powers. You don't understand, <laughs> Michael. So yes, we are watching that movie that we won't say again because we don't want him to appear right behind us and kill us. It's Candy Man. <gasps> Bloody Mary. Mikey, are you ready, ready to read a review? I've done my vocal exercises. All right. So do you want to do this one? It's long. It's from Brazil. What the fuck is a Brazilian bird accent? I don't know what a Brazilian bird come, accent come. is. Okay. Yes. It literally says, the title is Amazing Podcast, five stars. Okay. And then it says, please read this in a Brazilian bird accent. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, Google Brazilian And this is birds. from Brenda. I'm not making that up. Bren. Brenda Duh. Groovy. That's who it's from. What, what country is this review from? It says Brazil, Brazil right there. Oh so she'll know if your bird is not authentic. Yeah. So are you going to just make bird sounds and Jen's going to no, read no, no, it? No, no, I'm going to read it in a Brazilian bird accent. Ah, everything in the podcast is a top tier. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you've got a, you're in a bird with emphysema. Yeah, it's not a hyena, Mikey. Jen's fun fact. Jen's fun fact. Mikey's life stories. Mikey's life stories. <laughs> 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 little songs. They're little catch songs. And the chorus. Stop being always scared. <laughs> Why is he Italian? <laughs> you just switched to Italian. <laughs> and of course, Todd being the always scared. Hi, virgin. Hi, virgin. Jen, Todd, Mikey are the funnies. Jen, Todd, and Mikey are the funnies. I want to let the listener know we're literally 20% into this I know. review. You are certain to have a great time <laughs> listening to them. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god! <laughs> You're starting to have a great time listening to them. I especially want to do know that I stand by her car. I especially want Jin to know that I stand by her. Every time she talks. Every time she talks. About the character. About a, about a dreamy character actor. Hey, thanks. Oh my god. She's definitely a dream to oh, me. Thank you. I'm definitely a gym to you. Thank I you. love Kaka. Hearing her perspective. As mother. I love hearing her perspective as like, a mother. <laughs> In movies like Hereditary. Oh, my God. And the, <laughs> oh, my God. And the Babadook. Listening to the horror virgin. <laughs> Listening to the horror virgin. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know. Feels like, feels like hanging out. With your horror obsessed friends. With your horror obsessed friends. And well. That and well, one friend. That one friend. Who was dragged? <laughs> Who was dragged? Into the theater! Oh oh the I'm sweating. <laughs> oh my god. This is insane. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Brenda. That was oh such a sweet god. review. I'm so tired. Thank you, Brenda Groovy. We appreciate that <laughs> yes. review. And Mikey, thank holy you. shit, way to commit. All right. <laughs> so, guys, if you guys want us to read your five star review, please leave us a five star review and we mm. will read it. Yeah. It's as easy as that, guys. I wonder what a dolphin sounds like reading a review. Ooh. There's only one way to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Someone do that immediately. We are a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network, which of course means that if you're listening to us in their feed, cool. You'll also be able to hear Death, Dying, and Other Things, the Modern Horrors Podcast, and the lovely Final Girls. But if you want to hear us two days earlier, Hop on over to our feed because that's yeah. where you'll get our episodes and on n- Monday. Nibble it all up. Oh yeah, enjoy. Binge that shit. And if you want to follow us on socials at Horror Virgin for the show account, but you can find all of us individually. Mikey's at M Randolph twenty four. Jen is at Jen Ferratu, and I am at Todd J Awesome. You can also see our website at horrorvirgin.com where we have a great blog that Jen writes. Yeah, links <laughs> to our merch store and shit like that. So we talked a lot about our Patreon at the yeah. very beginning. Yeah. Um, but if you want to join us. It's at Horror Virgin slash Patreon something. Patreon.com slash Horror Virgin. That's it. And if you guys want a bunch of free content, join the Facebook group. Not the Facebook page, the Facebook group. There's a Mm -hmm. bunch of people in there. It's daily exclusive content. All of that's free. Check it out. We posted a video in it just today. Yeah. Really good community. It is great. I love them so much. My mom posts a lot. She's adorable. (laughs) Aw. So, guys, that's going to be it for us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us for Halloween part duh. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We I did. know you guys are getting ready for Halloween, so please be careful out there. And make sure to check your feed on Halloween because we may or may not, but we will, have a special episode coming on that yep. day. And that's it for us. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. <laughs> have an amazing week. Bye! Catchphrase. <gasps> Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Five dead babies. Yeah, so many dead babies in this movie. I hated it. <sighs> the baby part. The baby part. <laughs> You, you're adding notes. It's just bum 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 bum. I like the pickup. Is Mikey singing a musical moment? Mikey, your Brazilian accent through a bird was spot on. It was. It sounded like a bird that spoke Portuguese. Yeah, and I know a bird who speaks Portuguese. That's what it sounds like.